Your weekend getaway. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, don't you love it when someone has the guts to say exactly what you're thinking? Meet comedian Sebastian Maniscalco, who just released on DVD his hit Showtime special, Aren't You Embarrassed? Sebastian was one of four comedians featured in the critically acclaimed film Vince Vaughn's Wild West Comedy Show. Now, his star is definitely rising, and we're thrilled to have him on the show today. Well, thanks, ladies, for having me. And, uh, yeah, we're excited. The Aren't You Embarrassed DVD is at Amazon.com, and there's never a shortage of material. I bet. Uh, when you entitle your special Aren't You Embarrassed, it's amazing the way people behave nowadays. You take on selfies. Oh, God. I call them lonelies. I mean, how alone do you got to be to be taking, like, uh, 1,100 photos of yourself in your bathroom? I mean, do you ladies do this? Well, I got to say, guilty, but maybe maybe five. (laughs) It's really funny to see, you know, the lens, so to speak, turned around and laughing at ourselves and our culture and where we're at. Yeah, and growing up, just the way I did with an immigrant father who has basically been on my back my entire life to strive to do better and, you know, work ethic and and all that. I mean, my father's my biggest fan and my biggest critic. He comes to my shows, and at the end of the show, he'll come in the green room with a legal pad of notes that he took. And I'm like, what are you doing? You cut hair for a living. So what's on his notepad? Well, you know, he's critiquing my act. He's like, you should have done the subway bit that kills here and i go can't you just sit down and relax (laughs) it sounds like he's very proud of you though yeah yeah he's proud the comic business is definitely not a mainstream career to go into so how did you get into it initially well you know what i mean i always enjoyed making people laugh particularly my family and uh, shortly after graduating northern illinois university i moved out to los angeles to pursue this my family was 100 percent behind me and i just dove in i said this is what i want to do and if it works it works and if it doesn't it doesn't so it's all good I think it takes a special kind of person to be a comedian because, you know, in the very beginning, everybody is essentially booed off the stage. And what is it about you that got you through that period? Well, you know, I I always knew I was funny and and I knew it was going to take a while for me to find my voice on stage. So I wasn't disappointed right off the bat that I wasn't doing well. It was just kind of expected that... I, you know, listen, you don't become a, a bodybuilder overnight. you got to hit the gym and the same thing with But you music. don't do that in front of an audience. Yeah, that's true. I, you know what? Getting in front of people, for me, was very comfortable. Okay. Uh, I, I have more of a problem speaking to two or three people than I do 3,000 people. Okay. So growing up as a kid, when it's time to do an autobiography book report, I was dressing up as Stevie Wonder giving the book report. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is very natural to you. Yeah, it, it is tough. The growing pains in the beginning were tough just because, you know, people aren't laughing in the beginning or people are looking at you and going, you know, with a look of confusion. So, yeah, but I always knew that if I stuck with it, it was going to You were going to come off. through. If you're just joining us, you're listening to comedian Sebastian Maniscalco here on the Mulberry Lane Show. 
much like the music industry, which we've been in our whole lives, you know, you, you develop your sound mm-hmm. as a musician. But in your business, you develop your voice mm-hmm. or, you know, your perspective that you come from. How did that process work for you? Well, my point of view was kind of very prevalent from the beginning of my career. I was okay. just always had a disgust with human behavior. Okay. And I've always been disappointed of, like, uh, how people kind of presented themselves. It was just for me getting comfortable enough to express those feelings on stage and talk about some personal things with my family. Uh, my parents got a divorce four years ago, and at first that was hard for me to talk about, but now I'm kind of seeing the light in the fact that my mother is dating on eHarmony, which she's 70, and who would have thought my mother, you know, who would be dating on, a, on an online site, and I'm like meeting the guy she's going out with. I'm almost like a like a father now going, right. Mom, I don't think he's good for you, you know, so. Right. I mean, and who would think that eHarmony would have enough matches for well, a 70-year-old woman, but the senior honest, division. <laughs> to be honest with you, she filled out the entire uh, application. She sent it in, and eHarmony said, listen, we got nothing. So uh, she called me. She's like, oh, I'm up on ItalianMeat.com. I go, what? I hope that's spelled M-E-E-T. <laughs> so, yeah, it's these things that at first I didn't find the comedy in, but after kind of stepping back and looking at it and going, I got to talk about this stuff. So just being comfortable on stage of who you are, and where you come from, it's all pretty much easy after that. You've done all the late night talk shows, so do you have a favorite? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed my first appearance on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Jay was very gracious to me and uh, gave me a couple shots on his show and also hired me to be a, a style correspondent okay. where I went out and ripped people to shreds on how they were dressed at church and in a nice restaurant and a, and a Broadway play. So that was probably the height of my uh, late night talk yeah. run. Okay. Did you bring that concept to him, or did that develop? Uh, they were looking for men on the street, and I came in and I pitched a, a whole thing. I go, why don't I just go out and be the style guy <laughs> and basically shame people into dressing properly? And okay. he loved it, and uh, and, and it became a thing. It. Yeah, yeah. You also do the Pete and Sebastian Show podcast. So yeah. how does that fit in your already very busy schedule? Well, you know, me and Pete and I, who Pete Corielli is another comedian, and we met in Canada about four years ago, and about two years ago we decided to do this podcast that every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher and it's basically two guys kind of sharing their their personal stories relationship stuff it's a lifestyle show we, we give recommendations on what to do and where to go on vacation but restaurants are hot so it's very casual laid back but uh, very funny and, uh, and Pete and I are uh, excited to maybe bring that podcast to maybe a TV show Okay, yeah, Great. you're kind of in development talks right now? Well, I sold the show to NBC. It's, it's a pilot loosely based on my life, and hopefully they'll green light it. And I'm also in the midst of writing a book that will come out next year, which is an autobiography that has a food element because I'm a huge foodie. I love to okay. cook. Yeah, I'm just trying to kind of get my web in, in, in all aspects all of, of entertainment and uh, see what sticks. Okay, sounds good. What was the experience with Vince Vaughn like working with him? Yeah, it was great, uh, you know, for a guy like that in 2005 to take four unknown comedians on a bus and do 30 cities and 30 nights and make it a movie it was great. I mean, uh, at the time I was waiting tables at the Four Seasons Hotel and I get a call from Vince Vaughn, he wants you to do a, a movie with him. And I'm like, well, let me see if I could get a month off wow. because uh, the money wasn't that hot and I thought I didn't need to come back to work after I did the tour. But uh, Vince was very gracious 
and uh, hysterical. I mean, when you're around Vince Vaughn, you're not doing much of the talking. He's basically monopolizing the conversation, and uh, he's he's a funny, funny guy. So what would you say is the one thing you learned best from him? From him, uh, just the way he conducts himself, you know, even these radio tours that I'm doing now, when we were on, on the Vince Vaughn uh, tour, he would have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and he'd be walking around the bus promoting the shows, and just the work ethic, and it, it's not only... You know what you're doing on stage, but it's what you're doing off stage, the press and and, and the writing, and and there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes that a lot of people might not see. I right. mean, you know, today I had to get up at five o'clock in the morning, and that's what I kind of learned from him. Yeah. You got to put it in uh, both both ends. Okay, okay. Well, Sebastian. Before we let you go, we usually bring out all of our guests with a song, but we just got right into conversation with you, so we're going to take you out with a song. All right. right. Let's okay. Do it. Okay. Here we go. Aren't you embarrassed? Brand new DVD, Sebastian Maniscalco. Thanks for joining our show, Sebastian. Wow, thank you, ladies. <laughs> I enjoy talking to you, and I love that song. Thank, thank you. you. Now, if people want to learn more about you, where should they go? SebastianLive.com and pick up the DVD at Amazon or iTunes. All right, All right. Sebastian. Keep Take on, care. Keep them laughing. I will. <laughs> All righty. Comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. His new DVD, Aren't You Embarrassed? Available now. Up next, the vet every pet wants to see, Dr. Jeff. Hear all about his new show for Animal Planet. Keep it right here on the Mulberry Lane Show.